Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 66, a Palladian activation, train rides to 1991, and visiting a water planet with Nori Love. We're excited to have Nori back on the show with us, but before I get into the details of this really fun episode, I just wanted to let all of our audience know that if you have any questions that you would like answered on the show regarding ascension, uh, collective evolution, what's kind of going on with energy waves, anything that isn't necessarily personally related, but a question that you would like to ask a channeler that helps out the collective understand what's going on, please send those questions into us at info at enlightenup.us before October uh, 15th. We are going to be having Diane Canfield on the show and she has agreed to take all of your questions and answer them on the show. So if you guys have some questions out there and you want them answered um, through channeling, which she channels to Prime Creator, then please send those in as soon as you can before October 15th because that's when we're going to have Diane on the show and we're going to get some answers. All right, everyone. So enough about that. Let's get back into today's episode. Basically, Enlighten Up gets hypnotized today. Brian, Lisa, and myself went under hypnosis QHHT with Nori. Uh, This all happened back in August, and we've been waiting to put this episode out because it was an interesting experience because all three of us had very different experiences. So we're going to go through all of... uh, all of our experiences with you and in fact what we're gonna do is at the end um, towards the end I'm actually gonna play a part of my recording for you so you can actually hear what happened in my hypnosis session in real time so um, I'm gonna take you on the journey that my higher self took me to and I just want to say that it involved a Palladian activation and going to a water planet but Lisa's also going to take us on a journey to 1991 as she takes a train ride back there and gets off the platform. But did she have a good experience? You're going to find out it was not what any of us expected. And Brian's going to let us know what happened with him. And actually, his experiences was not what any of us expected either. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode and hear what Nori has to say about all three of our experiences. Hi everyone, welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am here with Brian and Lisa, and today we have a special treat with for you. We have Nori Love joining us back on the show. And a few weeks ago, about a month ago, we all got hypnotized. And we're gonna share all of our experiences with you. And Nori's here. We've actually recorded some of our sessions, but um, we're only going to be playing you one recording. Uh, and so you'll be able to hear what the hypnosis sounds like and the experience. So we welcome back Nori, who is a hypnotist who's worked with others to help them heal their now by going into their past or future lives. And she is also a law of attraction expert and life coach. And uh, we're going to discuss all things hypnosis today. So Nori, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Uh, thank you so much. I'm doing great. Really grateful to be yeah, here. We, yeah, we had a very interesting experience. In fact, all three of us had very different experiences, which I think is probably very normal for you. <laughs> well, it is very normal. And truthfully, you know, I can never predict what the subconscious mind of a person is going to bring up for them. Um, 
but the little bit that I kind of thought, well, it's going to go this way and that'll probably go that way. It was completely opposite of what I thought would happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the way. And so uh, why we originally did it was because Brian, you were curious about being hypnotized. I mean, I think we all were. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought I could be hypnotized and I don't think I was hypnotized. Um, I was, I became incredibly relaxed, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really fascinating, uh, experience. I'd certainly be open to, to doing it again, just to get into that, that deep state of, of relaxed relaxation. You're having trouble with that word this morning. That deep state of relaxation is what hypnosis is. I think people, you know, because of stage hypnotherapy, which is really not real, um, people think that you're supposed to go into this, you know, zombie-like state when it's just it's just a state of relaxation. It's the kind of feeling that you get when you've driven a long drive and suddenly you get home and you don't remember that you were driving. It can be as simple as that. Some people do go into a much deeper um, state of trance, um, and that would take a different process. But based on the degree of relaxation that you're talking about, I would say that you were in the hypnotic state. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. I did it. (laughs) I, I, well, well, well then, then let me, you know, further, further clarify my experience because I, I think my mind didn't relax. So when I say that, uh, you know, a deep state of relaxation, it was my body. My body was incredibly relaxed, but I don't, I don't feel like my mind ever got there. And I don't know if there's supposed to be, you know, different feelings or if it's supposed to, you want everything to be completely relaxed. I think, you know, that's really interesting that you, you say it like that because we, t- we had Chuck Ansel on our show just recently and we talked about this idea of how to meditate and is there a right way to meditate and that we have this preconceived notion of what meditation is supposed to feel like, be like, especially for those who've never meditated before. Uh, you know, there is these all these preconceived notions and stigmas and ideas about what it's supposed to be like. And it really is so individual and can be anything uh, it's just a matter of being present in the moment. And I feel like hypnosis is very similar to meditation because for me, when I was under hypnosis with you, uh, Nori, I also had the preconceived idea of hypnosis, like, oh, I'm just supposed to leave and not know and remember anything I've said. And that didn't happen. And so I wasn't sure if I had undergone the hypnosis. And so I'm really glad that you clarified what hypnosis is. Um, because for me, it felt very similar to my meditations mm-hmm. where, um, but I was a little bit deeper into relaxation than I usually am in my meditation. I think because I had your assistance guiding me. Yeah. So, well, that's one. I've only had one person go so deep that she couldn't remember. And she's, she's was like a very, um, practiced, you know, hypnotherapy client, um, you know, it's, it's just a change in the brainwave. It's just a change to get you out of the, the chattery part of your mind, the analytical and the, um, 
the calculating part of your mind. And although, Brian, you may have gone in and out of that, we still got into your subconscious mind at a moment where you were not in the in the uh, calculating part of your mind because you received the hypnotic suggestion. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 you know, when I, when I, when I say my mind wasn't relaxed, I think it was just, my mind was too aware of the present Mm -hmm. and it very much describes who I am and what I believe and how I live my, my day to day life. But I couldn't just the littlest, the littlest thing, you know, I was, I was, I, I did it lying down. I did it lying in our, in our bedroom and, you know, I closed the, the, the blinds to, you know, make it a little bit darker because I am lights, light sensitive when I, when I try to relax and, you know, or sleep. And it was a hot day. So I had the ceiling fan on and it was chapping my lips. The, just the air moving was chapping my lips. And every time, you know, and I didn't really want to move my body and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just tried to be very still and, you know, just kind of, you know, in a really neutral body position, had my arms relaxed, you know, over pillows. And every time I licked my lips, it brought me into the now because, you know, my body was touching, you know, my, my tongue was touching my lips and it just brought this awareness of, oh, this is where you are. You're in this, you're in this place on this bed. And I, I don't feel like I could completely detach from the sense of now. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Totally makes it, sense. I felt the same. Yeah. It makes a hundred percent sense, but um, enough of you, enough of you was relaxed to get beneath those brain waves that were, you know, looking at, oh, man, my lips are trapped, um, in order to get the message into your subconscious mind that actually worked for you. I, <clears throat> I know you said it worked once. I don't know if it worked further, but, um, you know, I, I was skeptical about you, you know, based on our other conversations. I was like, mm, I don't know if he's going to be able to be, you know, um, uh, hypnotized. And I, I was surprised, you know, especially because we had to change course, you know, it, and in the middle, um, because some people can see things, some people can sense things, and some people can get that feeling like they're remembering things. You know, some mm-hmm. people can actually see things rolling across the screen of their mind, like they're dreaming. And you are pretty much none of them. Correct. <laughs> you, you like we, uh, fleshed out in our in our post session phone call, you know, you are you can remember things like design wise. So that's that's more the process that I would speak to the next time. Now that I know you better. So let's hear about this session. Oh well, you know my 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 session was. I, you know, like I said, I, I got so much out of it because of the, the, the deep relax, relaxation. I, I really can't say that word today. Um, I know. What's up with two, that? <laughs> two, two things really, really struck struck me with, with my session. Um, one was, 
you, Nora, you, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously you're, you're a nurse and you're, you know, in tune with, you know, a lot of, um, different medical and psychological ideas and you went with it in, in such a way. It was, it was so, it was so great because I couldn't get to that, you know, I couldn't get to that place that I thought I needed to be, but you took advantage of me being relaxed and you, you said things that I, it, it, it almost felt like those were the things I should have been saying or uncovering in the session. And it was, but it was coming from your mouth and it was what I needed to hear at the time, you know, cause we had a goal going into it in terms of, you know, something that I wanted to, you know, to work on or, you know, look more deeply into. And you just spoke to those things just perfectly. Well, well I, I, I appreciate that. I so appreciate that. And, uh, you know, Part of that is the, the communication that we had before going into the session. You know, part of that is me listening with my, my, uh, my gift, if you will, my intuitive ears, if you will. Um, and sometimes, you know, I will review a session and I will have heard myself saying something and I go, where did that come from? You know, so to some degree, I think I'm tapping into you know, a higher consciousness as well. I don't know that, I don't really feel like, I mean, yeah, I do I know human nature? Yeah, do I know, you know, pathophysiology in the body? Mm, yeah. Um, I don't feel like it comes from that. You know, I feel like um, being able to meet you on that level is like a co-creative um, event, you know, like a co-creative agreement in the higher uh, in the higher mind. So well, if, yeah. if my name was Nicole, I would say that my higher <laughs> self was speaking through you. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good, Brian. Look how intuitive you are. <laughs> so funny. I, no, I really was just any... going to say that same thing. So that's I just really want to know if Brian's going to share any details of this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to share. Well, I'll, I'll, the the only other thing that I wanted to 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 say about it that was so such a unique experience is while I was in this, while I was hypnotized, I, I keep wanting to just say deep state of relaxation instead of hypnotized. Um, while I was down under, I couldn't move my hands. I, it, you know, again, I was, I was lying on the bed my arms were just, you know, loose to the, to the, to the side of me on the, on the mattress. My hands were, were touching, you know, the, the mattress and it felt, you know, with my eyes closed and, you know, in terms of being aware of where like the end of your arm is, which I usually am hand-eye coordination being what it is with my eyes closed it felt like my hands were maybe six inches to a foot lower than where they they were it felt like they were in the mattress in terms of where I perceived the end of my arm to be 
but I also couldn't move them. I, uh, I, I couldn't really feel my hands, you know, so I had this sensation of where they were, but because it was in the wrong spot, I couldn't, I couldn't move them. And I, and I, and I, I kind of tried, I didn't try too hard, but I did wiggle my toes while I was having this feeling. I was like, okay, I can wiggle my toes, but I can't send the signal to my fingers to move my hand or wiggle, wiggle my fingers until the very end. And I, and I remember it was, it was weird. I just remember I kept thinking about that, you know, just because of who I was like, I'm, I'm in this present moment and I kept thinking about my body and it's like, I can't move my hands. This is weird. And then when you counted me out of it and one of the things you said was, you know, now you can move your hands and I could, you know, immediately, you know, wiggle my fingers and move my hands. Mm-hmm. And that gave me insight into the possibilities for you, you know, that <clears throat> we may do another session <clears throat> um, because if some people who want to use hypnotherapy as anesthesia, that's kind of the place where they go. You know, they're the, the, Brain waves that we walk around with—that's you know awake and alert and conscious—are are beta brain waves, and alpha is that like meditative, you know, creative that place where you go into the visualization state or the impression state, and then theta is really, really, really deep and meditative. So you can go, you know, through um, varying uh, levels of those three as long as. You don't have an experience that is, it's called an ab reaction, you know, where you have a reaction that you like really wasn't planning on it. It uh, jolts your nervous system um, and then bump yourself completely out of trance. So, Mm. uh, but that you could have that feeling, you know, or, or lack of feeling in your hands makes me really hopeful that you could really, you could go deep. You know, once we quiet, once we, um, make peace with your analytical mind, you know, that, that you're, you're still in a trance state if you can feel your chapped lips and it's okay. You know, that in and of itself just allows you to go deeper for people to want to go. Am I in, am I out? Where am I? You know, during, during the first session or more, it depends on the person. It's not unusual at all, but if we catch you know, with the hypnotic suggestion in the um, in in the theta, usually people get a result. You know, get get a palpable result, if you will. Did or, did I know, understand you correctly that you said people use hypnosis in lieu of anesthesia? Absolutely. Actually, when I was younger, I was so well practiced at self hypnotherapy that I had a root canal done with no anesthesia. Now, I don't Whoa. think I know. I don't think I could do that now because I'm not that deeply practiced. And life experience, right? Life experience and having had pain has, you know, I've developed a perception of pain that, you know, evokes an emotional response. Like, I don't want pain, you know, so I'm not quite as resilient as I was when I did that. Um, but I absolutely did it. I felt no pain. I kept myself, you know, in the state of mind above where I would register pain. And the dentist was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. You know, I was just doing it to see if I could really do it. And I did. 
Well, I mean, I've had a root canal. I'm shocked. Know, <laughs> it's right? not fun. That's I know. Crazy. I know. It was crazy. But no, people do do that. Um, actually, even some providers, you know, some really savvy providers are learning how to do hypnotherapy, especially dentists, because more people are afraid of dentists than anything. And, you know, now hypnotherapists are going with people into the operating room and sitting up at the head of the table with the anesthesiologist and, you know, talking them through it so that they have a good experience while they're under the um, anesthesia also. That's very interesting. So, Brian, why aren't you going to share anything? You've got to share something with us. Because it was personal. Yeah, so that's what this whole show is about. It was. You don't think what I experienced was personal? Yeah, but you decided you were gonna you were gonna share it. It was my 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 journey was uh, you know about my relationship with my wife. And I waited I, this long, and I don't get to hear it. I know. Not. I just so the audience knows. I have not heard. Brian's Brian has not heard mine. Lisa's not heard mine. Like so, th- this is going to be organic for everyone. Come oh, on, Brian, Lisa, you got to give us something. Lisa's <laughs> staring at me. I don't. <laughs> and you know his his was you know the most his was kind of the most you know simple and direct and you know everyday life ish. You know, so. that's Brian in a nutshell. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Brian, come on, Hi. cough up the goods. Yeah, cough up the goods. You, you cannot disappoint our audience like that or us. Well, Nicole, you're not really going to tell everything about yours either, right? No, but I am going to tell quite a bit. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell yeah. about mine. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa's got yeah. anxiety. Yours was unexpected. I had an yeah. ad. What do you call it? An ad first. Ab. An ab reaction. I yeah. had an ad reaction. Yeah. And and Lisa, Lisa was the, you know, when I was trying to think over everything, like I anticipated maybe that would have happened to Brian, that, you know, we would have met with something that bumped him completely out. And, um, and instead it was, it was Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, okay, Brian. Yes. What did you get help with? Like, what did you get some peace over? Because you said it was very helpful. <laughs> well, if you ask me that question, I have to tell you the thing. So that was very tricky. Everybody on the show knows you so well already. I know. We but all- it's going gonna, it's gonna to shatter the illusion of love. No, it's what? not. What illusion of love? There's no illusion in love. That's a song reference. Oh. Um, <laughs> this is real life. People count on us to give them real life yeah but i love you baby i'm not gonna stop i love you (laughs) so well you know it was it was going through the process you know timing wise lisa and i you know we've been married for a year we just celebrated our uh our first anniversary last last weekend thank you and, um, you know, we just, just happy, 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 happy. I mean, just never, n- never fighting, no ill words. So, so different from both of our previous experiences with, with marriage because those were fighting all the time. But I guess a couple of weeks, maybe a week right before we, I was I was hypnotized, Lisa was 
disappointed with my interaction with her. Sharp tongue. I had a sharp. No, it wasn't. It what? Nah, come on. It wasn't a sharp tongue. Because <laughs> okay, we started working together in the same room. So you know, we spend all of our all of our twenty four hours a day. All Keep of in our mind, life. this last year of marriage, twenty four hours a day. But but now now we you it's know like three years of marriage. Now we work in the same the same room and we sit next to each other. And she asked me for for some help on something that I had previously helped her with. And I, I don't know, rolled my eyes or said, come on, I already showed you this or, you know, something. I wouldn't call it a sharp tongue. Cause I think when you hear sharp tongue, it's like a tongue lashing is like somebody yelled at you. And I've never, I've never yelled no, at you. No, it's not and, that, but you, when I ask you questions, you, and not just me, I think I also said, when your dad asks you questions, it's like a trigger for you. Like you don't like to be asked a question when you think the other person should already know the answer. And I was like, what is your deal? Why is that such a problem? It's like an annoyance. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, annoyed. Why are you so annoyed at me? I don't remember. Well, you should have remembered. Well, I, but I don't. So anyway, I'm annoyed by humans. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's what I brought into. Um, actually that had just happened. And maybe later that day, or the next day, Lisa was saying, hey, we need to, you know, think about something that we want to talk with, with Nori about in, in, like you know, what your the hypnotherapy. Right. So I was like, oh, well, that's, I'll, I'll work on, I'll work on that. So, you know, that's, that's what I put forward. And, you know, and I use my dad as an example because Lisa helped me not react to my dad that way. And to so much so that, you know, he's, noticed it and you know lisa was joking with him as like you know you you thank me for helping you know your son not you know be yeah. short with you so anyway that's that's what that's what we talked about and um you know that's while nothing came out from me you know that that was the the interesting experience for me while i didn't say anything i was in this you know hypnotic state super relaxed and Nori was just saying all these, these things that were just like right on point. And it was just, you know, exactly what I, what I needed to hear to help me not, um, you know, be so short. So what did your higher self say through Nori? Don't be a dick. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I know. I know you didn't say that. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, what were the... You don't remember exactly? Speaking of dentists, I feel like we're pulling teeth right now. I'm just asking. So, and, you know, some of the Maybe things Nori that, can help us. <laughs> things that, um, that I, that I said to him, um, was, um, I'm sorry, I just got distracted. Somebody was knocking at my door. Um, some, some of the things that I said to him was, um, like I, I rephrased what he expressed to me about the way that he felt, 
about the times when he was short with people. Um, so we kind of like, oh, we kind of pried open, you know, those, those petals of the flower, so to speak, to get into the bottom part of it where um, he was relaxed and open to suggestion. And then I just gave him really, you know, really practical things um, of the reasons um, why he deserved not to be jumpy like that or to, you know, be impatient. And then we kind of, I think I spoke about the benefits of what it is for him, the benefits of how it is for other people. I mean, it was really, it was the, you know, the most traditional, really, uh, kind of hypnosis. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything earth shattering. I mean, you didn't say anything I haven't heard before. You know, no, in, 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 just... in the in the, the the many many times that I went to couples counseling in my former marriage, it was nothing that I hadn't heard before, but it was where I was at the time. You know, in that state to be able to to be able to hear it and to be able to, you know, I think you told me to you know just remember, you know, remember this you know this state of you know relaxation when you know you're asked that that question you know to to be, you know, more mindful and, and aware and to think, I mean, it's, it's, you basically said, take a breath, you know, yeah, yeah. when you, when somebody, you know, asks you the question, if your dad or Lisa or somebody, you know, asks you a question, don't just respond. Don't just have that gut reaction. Just slow your body down, you know, be aware, be mindful and answer question that's that's very interesting that you brought when you the word that really hit me is nori when you said you deserve Mm -hmm. um that instantly reminded me of that makes a lot of sense that brian you would be more receptive to although like you've heard all these things whatever nori was saying to you you've heard them a hundred times before um in different scenarios from different people that you know, and that's very typical in life. You know, we hear these messages all the time. And then there's one point in our life where we're just in the most receptive place to hear that message. And all of a sudden we finally get it. Like we really get it. Well, that makes sense why, you know, again, if my name was Nicole, I would say it was my higher self communicating to me through Nori. I mean, that reinforces that idea because if it was indeed my higher self, you know, these are things that I, you know, have heard before, but yeah, I think, I think that's a great point, Nicole. I was in a place, I was in a more receptive place to actually hear it. Well, it's interesting because, sorry, Nori, I just, I read an article yesterday. I was reading articles on the state of meditation and the different um, wavelengths. So, you know, like we've got like, how you said, alpha, alpha, theta, gamma, and that there's been a lot of studies done that show that when people are meditating on a regular basis, that the more you're meditating, the you're in a much more loving and compassionate state of mind. And so for you to be under the quote unquote hypnosis, maybe not in the way that you originally thought, but definitely in a way that is the way that Nori said, is... Um, you had more love and compassion for yourself through being in a more receptive brain wavelength. 
Because for you to use that word deserving, Nori, that's what triggered it for me. Yeah. So, and that, that was probably inspired, but what, what, what I speak to is we all have limiting beliefs. And although you, on the conscious level, you may go, well, I don't have a limiting belief. I don't have a limit, a limiting belief about being short with people. So that's what we would think about, you know, in, in our day-to-day living. But once you get relaxed and we go underneath, right, we clear the limiting belief out of the way and we, in, in, a very unique way, unique to each individual, we get to the core, which is when you made a limiting decision. And we make a limiting decision, and then it gets covered up by daily life. It gets covered up, gets covered up, and then it shows up in our behavior and doing something that we don't want to be doing. So all we did really was speak to whatever that limiting decision was, and then that got shifted. Yeah, that's cool. And I think even you saying that he deserves better. And I always think of that when someone's really upset for no reason. Usually I'm thinking, why are you doing this to yourself? Like this can't feel good to you because clearly you're upset and you're not in a happy, joyful state if you're snapping at somebody. So I think that just make, that makes so much sense to me as well. Just you deserve better. You deserve to be able to go through your day in a happy, joyful state and not being triggered by other people? Like, why are you allowing that to happen to you? So that's really cool, Brian. Um, Next. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know, no. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to Lisa. <laughs> but I think like, I, I, I appreciate you at least giving that much. So thank you. My pleasure. As hard as it was for you, baby. Yes. <laughs> stop asking me questions. <laughs> That's. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop trying to manipulate your mind. <laughs> well, that right there, you can see he doesn't like to be asked questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, but you know, in all fairness, Brian is like one of the most open-minded people I know. So. Um, okay, so Lisa. Oh, geez. Let's move on to you. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> You know, Nori, I don't think you heard this, or maybe you did in the beginning, but Lisa's actually, you were, said you were experiencing some anxiety this morning. I woke up with anxiety. I, it, it happens occasionally, so I can't really put it together with anything, but my chest was definitely tight this morning. Maybe it's because I'm about to talk about this. I don't know. It would, it would make <laughs> sense. But this is really cool that the audience can hear all the different ways of it being experienced. Yeah, we definitely had three totally different experiences. So I went into it thinking, which I believe Nori did as well, that I wasn't going to have any problem really being hypnotized. I was feeling good about it. Um, and I, And it seemed to go well the first... 20 minutes like Brian I mean the way you speak and just the pictures that you put in my head to help me relax was just amazing I mean I instantly felt my whole body totally relax and like Brian also I felt like some you know there were parts of me that were aware you know aware of my body aware of my uh, an itch on my face or something like that but I did feel feel really really relaxed 
and it just seemed to go south really quickly though <laughs> because um you brought me into a really relaxed state and then you asked me to we were, you asked me in the beginning we had a discussion in the beginning of kind of what my intentions were right um and i what did i say my intention was do you remember yeah it was well, we were first we were deciding whether you were going to go into the future or whether you were going to go into the past and your intention was to remove anything that's in your way you know or or that's limiting you now i mean i'm paraphrasing but that was the that was the feeling right i just i'm like whatever's there whatever's most important for me to work on or be brought to my awareness that's where i want to go and i had had a dream the night before about the session and nori and i in the dream we're talking and she said, do you want to go into the future? Or do you want to go into the past? And I was like, Oh, I definitely want, I want to go into the past. You wait, you said that in your dream or you said that in reality? In my I had a dream about it. So I was telling Nori, I really feel like I'm, I should go back. Like that's the sense that I have. So that's what we decided that we were going to go back. And, and, um, Nori put me on a train and, and had me, you know, imagine the train going backward in time and asked me at some point, okay, the train, let me know kind of like when the train stops. And, and I felt like I wasn't fully like, it's hard hypnosis because you have this idea of what it's supposed to be, but, but because you are still aware of your body, you're questioning whether you really are sort of hypnotized or not. And I think I, there was some brain chatter there a little bit and, um, but I did feel like the train stopped and I just instantly had a year come to mind, um, 1978. And she had me get out of the train and walk up some stairs. And when I got to the top of the stairs, she asked me what I saw. And I literally saw nothing. It was as if I were look on the top of a mountain, looking over just dense white clouds. There was literally nothing there at the top of these stairs. So she said, okay, go back down the stairs, get back on the train. And I did. And then the train went forward. And then the year 1991 popped into my head. And so I got, she said, okay, you know, instead of just telling me to get off the train, this time you kind of walked me through, okay, this time the platform of the train is really full. It's full of people. And I could really see that. And I can see it in my mind's eye now. Um, standing at the door of the train, close to the train door, looking across the platform. And she said, there's going to be somebody there that you recognize. It could be somebody from the future or the past. You know, it could be anybody, but, you know, somebody's coming towards you that you know. Can you tell me who it is? And instantly I saw my ex-husband he was coming toward me and, and she asked how I, you know, if I was glad to see him, how I felt about that. And I, and I said, in a way, you know, I feel I'm glad to see him because he's waiting there for me. And that's a nice feeling to know somebody came and is waiting there for me. And then she said, but how, you know, how do you feel? And you also asked me what I was wearing and we kind of, you know, just went over that. 
which I, I really felt like I could see myself standing there. But I felt very, very anxious. I'm getting anxious now talking about it. <laughs> um, if it's too much for you to revisit it, you don't have to. We can just yeah, go over. Like, definitely take take some breaths. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. It's like <laughs> my logical so, mind is telling me this is not a big deal. And all I want to do is cry right now. Yeah, but here's the here's the beauty of it. And I know it's uncomfortable. You know, your subconscious mind responded to you to give you what you were asking for. You were asking for what's in your way. And although, you know, in your waking life, you're like, no, that's not in my way because, you know, look at, I just had my first, you know, most wonderful year of marriage with a new person and I'm, I'm so happy and I've got all these things, but underneath there were still some things that needed to be healed and your subconscious brought that forward you know, for you to heal it. And it may be because you, you know, you were in the marriage a long time, you know, it may be that there's still some grief because grief is you know, like an onion that you peel that, um, that you still have to process those feelings, you know? So even though it's uncomfortable, um, I think it, it brought to you what you were asking for. I mean, if, if we ever did it again, I, cause I never, and I just, you were the last person that I thought this would happen to. So, so, um, you know, we would build in multiple anchors for you, um, safe places, you know, safe, safe things that you could do when you're, um, do in air quotes, um, while you're, uh, in the hypnotic state, um, if you meet with anything that makes you anxious or uncomfortable again, but you were so anxious that the only thing, you know, there was no place for you to go. You know, you were, you were like paralyzed in the scene. So, um, you know, the it's, only it's thing funny to, to me to hear both of you say, you know, th you're the last person I would expect this to happen to because, listening to you describe building in safe places and, you know, un, you know, you don't know what's going to come up from what I've seen. Yeah. Lisa's the first person that I would expect that to happen to of, of the, of the three of us, just knowing how her past quickly jumps up, you know, in right. a day-to-day -day situation. No, I, I, yeah. I, I realized that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And, you know, I just felt like, oh, well, you know, here's somebody who's, you know, really well-practiced in visualization and in um, meditation. So, you know, that's, that's where I was coming from. But now what I know, especially after having a really long session afterwards, you know, on another day, um, I would go into it completely different and from a much more therapeutic, you know, uh, frame of mind. Not just oh yeah, let's go into the past and see what it is. You know, now knowing what we know, my it past would be is not pretty. <laughs> much more focused. Well, you know, some of us, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, my sister. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's anything I know about Lisa, is Lisa likes to pile on <laughs> the challenges like it's nobody's business, <laughs> and it's like. There you go. <laughs> Give yourself a break, woman. <laughs> I do. And then I give my heart, myself a really hard time for not being able to handle what it is I've piled on myself. So, you know, and yeah. well, you handled just, it great. 
So at that moment, just to kind of, for our audience to finish my session here, you know, Nori said to me, you know, how do you feel? And I said, I feel really nervous. I feel really anxious. And then I started, I started to cry. And she said, well, you don't have to, what do you want to do? You don't have to go with him. You can get back on the train. And I, and I felt completely frozen. I just didn't, I really wanted to get back on the train, but I had this feeling like I can't, I have to go with him. But I, then I realized I actually do have a choice. I don't have to go. And so I got back on the train. And I think for me, that was probably the whole point of my subconscious taking me there is that I just had the opportunity to relive that choice because my marriage was really, it was just really hard. I mean, it just took a lot of effort on a moment to moment basis every day for me to, um, just to be strong and to do what I had to do to make it work. And I think I was just exhausted, you know, at the thought of, I can't, I, I can't do this. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. So then I snapped myself. I think I brought myself out of hypnosis because I was so upset. So I never really, you know, when you counted back, you said, I'm going to count back. I was already like sitting up with my eyes open. I was, I was like, I'm already out. <laughs> like I'm done. I don't. Well, and the, the, the really interesting side note is you were in a terrible mental state for like a week at least. Yeah. Af- after that. And you know, that it was, it, I, I think either Nicole or Nori later, you know, posited the idea that you never came out of hypnosis. So you might have been just reliving that bad experience, you know, or being in that bad experience for, you know, that, that week, that following week. Yeah. I had a really, really hard time getting, pulling myself out of just feeling mentally horrible. And I think, um, I, I think, I think that you brought yourself that experience. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, for, for a reason, and you made a very empowering choice, but logically and intuitively, I'm looking and going, okay, 20 something years, there's still things to process that you really, and for some people, it takes three years just to get over a breakup, you know, just a basic breakup. So, um, I'm wondering if that week, I don't feel like you were stuck in any kind of a hypnotic state or something. I think that you brought yourself the things that your subconscious mind wanted you to look at. And the only way through it, you know, is to walk through those white flames of pain, you know, unless you do some kind of a healing modality. So um, that would be my interpretation of that, you know, and I wish. I wish that we had talked sooner after it um, because I would have you know, just encouraged you to, um, to not expect yourself to pull yourself out of it, you know, to just, you know, be with it and maybe, maybe channel the pain into a creative 
uh, endeavor if you could. Um, but I, I think it's something that, you know, came up for you to heal right now. What do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely think that in this, I have to tell you, this whole month has been difficult. Last, last month. Last, the month of August um, has just been really difficult mentally, I think. You know, I was with my ex-husband for 28 years. It's it's more than half my life, you know, and I met him when I was 18 years old. And, and my life before meeting him wasn't very easy either. So I think I've built a lot of false walls around me of, you know, I've had to become this person, almost like this pretend person, like everything's okay. I have pretended that everything is okay for 30 years, you know, and I've just been, you know, so I had been so focused on taking care of my children and providing them an environment where they could thrive. And I wasn't going to let anything mess that up for them. And I just became this wonder woman, you know, I just put a face on and no matter what my husband did or said, you know, I always made it better. I was just the face of, of optimism and positivity and smiling. And I mean, people commented to me all the time, like I'm the most grounded person they know. I've just got my shit together. And I felt like I did, but you know, once I realized I don't have to do that anymore, I don't have to make anybody happy. I don't have to pretend anymore. Um, it seemed like all these walls just have been falling down and, and I'm just feel like I'm completely rebuilding myself. So it's yeah, been quite the, only, the journey. And the only way to rebuild yourself is to go in. And that was a really brave and courageous in that you brought to yourself because, you know, for 23 years, you built this fortress around you and that, that padded you, you know, that padded you from what you were really, really feeling. So, you know, that your subconscious mind brought you this and you allowed yourself to have the feelings for a week, to me, that looks like major healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like I, definitely agree. I feel like some days I'm like, I could use it. I mean, just I want to cry all the time. It's just crazy. I woke up yesterday. I think I don't know the other night I went to bed and I was just started crying before I went to sleep. And I think I woke up and I felt like crying when I woke up and, and there's not even anything on my mind really of why I'm crying. Just that I just feel like crying. I felt that way actually this morning and I didn't cry because I didn't have time. (laughs) But if I had had more time, (laughs) I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to go take a minute and just ball for like a minute. So I know there's a lot, a lot of stuff in there that, you know, I haven't allowed myself to feel. And I guess it's, (laughs) it just waits for you till you're ready. It does wait for you. But, you know, the other part of it is, and this is the woo-woo part, um, you know, this moment in time, right, with all of the energies and the planetary alignments and all of the talk about balancing the masculine and the feminine and the talk about, um, you know, this is the time where everything is going to be revealed. You know, things are going to be brought to light. So if you've got stuff in the swamp, you know, right, Mm -hmm. it's 
it's going to come back up. So, and mm-hmm. truthfully, the past two days, the energies have been so strong that I woke up the same way. And that's like unusual for me. I mean, I woke up and the energies were so heavy that it, it took a lot of intentional work, you know, for me to shift, you know, above them. So um, I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and yeah. I'm aware of that too, that I think the energies have also played a part in what's going on with me. But like Nicole said too, I, I am a glutton for punishment as far as like, mm-hmm. I just want to get through this. You know, if this is what I have to work on, you know, just give it to me. Let's just do this and get me well, out give of it this to me. get me over the hump. Yeah. Give it to me is great, but you can also add on with, with, with grace and ease. I mean, you can intend Right, you can you can take a teaspoon at a time instead of a shovel full of shit at a time. (laughs) That's not Lisa. That's not Lisa's style. (laughs) Clearly, that hasn't been my style. I don't know. My higher self and I had this agreement, you know, before I came down that I was just gonna pile. I think pile it on. I think it's part of your journey to have compassion for yourself. That's what I think. Well, I will continue to work on that. Visualize a (laughs) teaspoon, not a shovel. Yes, there's a good visual for you. Good job, Brian. You know, and that's something that if you know, if we do another session, that we could we could intend for you to meet your compassionate higher self. You know, there are things like that that we could do that expedites healing. And like mm-hmm. I said, we would we would build in a lot, you know, of uh, uh, like safety and protection, so that we didn't have to um, have a repeat of that anxiety. I just had this thought come. I don't know why, but I just feel like, oh, since I've been very small, like three, four years old, I feel like I've had this expectation of myself that. You sh- I should be able to handle this, whatever it is. And I had some crazy things happen when I was little, like, you know, just from my mom being an alcoholic and just stuff that, that happened. And I remember, I remember I burned my leg once when I was at this story. Every time I think of it, I just, it blows my mind. Cause I think I was about five years old and my grandmother had, um, this house, house helper house boy she used to call him that would do things around the house and they had a fireplace and he brought in this metal trash can and he was shoveling out all the ambers from the fire and I walked by and my leg touched the trash can and because it was metal it burned me and it was a big circle like probably two three inches in diameter and I remember I ran to the bathroom and I was in so much pain, you know, burns hurt so much. And I grabbed some Noxzema off the counter and I was like rubbing it because I think when I had had a burn before my grandmother put some Noxzema on it. And so I lathered my leg up with Noxzema and I went to my bed and I got in and I pulled the covers over me and I was just like trying to manage this pain. And my grandmother came and she found me and she's like, you know, what are you, what are you doing? And I was just like, Oh, I'm just 
you know, hanging out in bed. And she's like, what's going on? And like, what's going on with you? And so then I decided to tell her, I showed her my leg and she was just hor- like, oh my gosh, like, what, what have you done? Like, why did, what happened? Why didn't you come get me? And I didn't, I didn't want to disappoint her. I didn't want, I didn't want not to be able to handle it myself. And I think about that thought just came to me while we were talking for some reason about how I just have this feeling like I have to be able to handle everything that comes my way for some reason, no matter what it is, I should be able to handle it. And if I can't, I've beat myself up. And and that's amazing insight. And that's exactly like the places that your subconscious mind could bring you to um, when we go in you know, underneath the limiting belief to find the limiting decision. Like that moment we made that limiting decision and then we carried it out you know, we, and it just kept coming up in life in ways that are more and more painful until it gets our attention. Well, this has been a great Lisa therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're amazing. That's really I mean, that's beautiful insight. Elisa wants to say next. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm glad well, we saved Nicole's well, my, for last. <laughs> well, my experience was definitely different um, than that. <laughs> uh, and I really had no idea what to expect either. I really went in with, I don't know what's going to happen. And um, so for the audience... Uh, I decided to share an, the actual recording with you and Lisa and Brian, because they haven't heard it yet either, because, and Nori can attest to this, and I think you'll hear it in the recording, there were so many details that came through. And also, I want the audience and even like Brian to have an idea of what the process is for me when I'm seeing things in my mind's eye uh, and how they come through, because it's very much like a deep meditation for me. And I get a lot of visions in my meditation and just kind of give everyone an insight as to what kind of it is like the experience is like for me. Um, So I don't know, like. (laughs) This was the most, um, symbolic you know your your subconscious mind can speak to you in many many ways i mean i've had people go into um into trance and find themselves in nothingness in absolute nothingness and then we would find them back at the point of creation so you know uh, people get symbols people get colors people get a scene or an animal will show up um and when that happens, I encourage people not to try and analyze it, but to just to let it sink in. And then over time, when you least expect it, usually you could be, you know, in the toilet paper aisle at two o'clock in the morning and you'll go, oh, that's what that was. <laughs> when they're very symbolic like that, you know, I ask people to, um, to just let it happen. But yours was so vivid and so, you know, um, full of visuals. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so um, we can play it and then you guys can like, we can have a discussion about it after. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So let me just. It's just a clip, right? 
It's well, it's 20 minutes long. I mean, but it's not your whole hour and a half session. No, 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 no. It's not a whole. And I've, I've taken out a lot of the pauses. So the audience and you guys don't have to sit through the, um, because when you're under hypnosis, like there were lengthy pauses. And so I just didn't want to waste anyone's time. So, so, so we're actually going to listen to it right now, but then you're going to, you're going to put in that audio. You're going to cut this out because it's. No, it's, it's, I've got it so it can play in this right now. Okay. Yes, lots of trees. Lots of trees. And is it like a field with trees or like a woods with trees? Woods. Are there flowers or birds? Yes, a bird I've never seen before. It's black and white, but has a very long beak. Interesting. Would you like to approach the bird, or do you think the bird might come to you? I can approach. Beautiful. Let me know when you're by the bird and what's happening. It's allowing me to stroke its head. What color eyes does the bird have, Candice? Blue eyes. Does it have pupils? No. Okay. And is it usual in this year to interact with a beautiful creature like the black and white bird? Yes. With the blue eyes. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just look into those blue eyes, Candace. Look in so deeply that you can even see the reflection of your eyes. Is there anything that the bird wants to impart to you? I'm home. I am home. Is it the bird that is home or you? It's like I'm seeing my I'm home with inside the bird. Just tap into the universal wisdom that resides within there, you. your home and let me know what you see, feel, hear, or what comes next. I see Palladians. Palladians. They look tall. There's quite a few of them standing. They're all wearing silver. Silver, and do you still feel at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's glowing silver. Beautiful. Everybody's wearing silver. It's like they're um, they're glowing silver. It's like there's a silver light emanating from everyone. Beautiful. 
beautiful. I just be with that feeling. And what is it about the silver or being there at home? Is it the beauty that makes you cry or the connection or Miss them. You miss them. Beautiful. Unlonging. Yes. Does anyone in particular stand out to you? Mm hmm. Tell me about that, Pleiadian. It's, um, it's a man with long, silverish blonde hair. Mm violet eyes and a, a violet pendulum. Does he have something for you to tell you if you feel like approaching him or where he's, is he in relation to you? He's taken my hands and standing in front of me. Beautiful. And just tell me what happens as it unfolds. The pendulum is growing brighter. It's like the pendulum is communicating with me. What are you receiving from the pendulum? Knowing. Knowing into my heart. Knowing with your heart. It's, it's like it's transferring the knowing into my heart. There's all this... Um, electricity now Wait, where's the electricity are you feeling it throughout my entire body I see it in his and mine it's like I'm being charged are you still wearing white or are you wearing I'm wearing a silver suit. Uh, it's almost like a second skin. And do you, you notice the being charged in any particular place in your body? It's all throughout my body, but it's coming out of my head. So it's going in through your heart and coming out your head, is that correct? And from his hands into my hands and I feel it coming up through my feet. I have like a, a light gold belt around my waist. Is that symbolic for something, Nicole? Yes. It's a... Uh, Yes, it's a level, um, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, it's not a hierarchy, but it indicates a level of command. I have a purple pendulum now around my neck, like a... It's in a star. A star, a purple pendulum in a star. 
Yeah. It's gold. The outside is gold. But it's almost oh, yes. like it's attached to me. And it sits. It sits in my breastbone. Ah, beautiful. Are you still being charged? No. It's complete. I'm sorry? It's complete. It's complete. Perfect. Is your Pleiadian still in front of you? Yes, but they're fading away. It's like I'm suspended in the galaxy right now. How does that feel? Fine. Everyone's disappearing. Okay. Then you see how connected you are to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me know if you're going to stay in the galaxy or if you might return to the home inside the bird or if there's something else. There's a water planet. Not Earth. You're looking around and you see it. Mm-hmm. Is there any information for you to bring back about that? Yes. I'm I'm going there. You're going to the water planet? Yes. Okay, perfect. Let me know when you're there. I'm there. Tell me what it's like. What do you see? The water is almost purplish. Like a light blue-purplish color. And there's pink skies. What is the land? Is there any land? Or is it all water? No, there's some land, but mostly water. Is it like sand or something different? I'm standing on like, um, kind of like rocks. But they're they're reddish. The colors of this place are not like earth. Mm-hmm. It's all pinks and purples and reds. Sounds beautiful. Is it beautiful? It's so beautiful. Is there is there a sun or is there a light source? Yes, but it's not strong. I don't know where the light's coming from. I don't see an actual sun. Okay. And what draws your attention the most right there? It's just the colors. The colors. So is the sky multicolored pink? Or tell me about that. Different pinks and pinks and mm, like a reddish. It's like the land and the sky are all like very similar, and the water similar. The sky is a little lighter than the colors of the water. Like there's a, it's a lighter pink, but then there's almost like more vibrant swirls through it, like 
Like the clouds here, but there are no clouds here. Dolphins are jumping. What color are the dolphins? Silver. Silver. It sounds delightful. Is there anyone or anything for you to make contact with? Just the dolphins right now. There's nothing else around me. It's very vast and open. One of the dolphins is talking to me. What's he saying? They want me to come in the water. Beautiful. Are you going to go in? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me know how that is. The water is very comfortable, temperature-wise. Do you float? No, I'm below the surface, swimming. Mm-hmm. I can breathe just like them. Yes. Let me know where you're going. He says to you. We're going through a cave system. Is cave system or symmetrical caves? It's like a maze. Do you notice anything particular as you travel through them? The caves are the same color as the rock I was standing on. Like a reddish brown. We're going somewhere. You're what? They're taking me somewhere. Yes. Is it exciting or do you have a sense of... I almost see it before I'm there. Beautiful. And your star is still in your breastbone? Mm-hmm. We're in a, an open cavern. Is anybody there? What do you see? Yes, there's someone here. Do you have a sense of who that is? No, but she's got dark long hair and a red a red flowy robe a red robe? robe, yeah, it's flowy kind of a mix between a robe and a dress is she coming to meet you or are you going to meet her? she's coming to me she has an amber stone on her chest Do you have a sense of the meaning of that? It's her tribe. It indicates her tribe. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. The dolphins have arced themselves over us. The dolphins have what? Arced themselves over us. It's like they created an arc, an arch that we're standing under. Beautiful. It's like they're in the water, but I don't feel the water so much as I did when I was swimming. It's like the water's a different density here. 
Does the Ark symbolize some kind of a ceremony, or what do you sense? It's, um, it's like a, a respect, um, like a honoring. She has very green eyes, bright green. She, her eyes are wider apart, they're almond shaped. Very pretty, very pretty. She's smiling at me and put her left hand on my right shoulder. Let me know what happens. She's taken my left hand and interlocked it with her right hand. Do you feel anything with your, with your hands interlocked? Love. Love. Beautiful. She's gifting me the love energy of this place to take back with me. Beautiful. Oh, I'll be anchoring, anchoring this love energy when I come back. You'll be anchoring the love energy when you go back. Yes. Beautiful. This is why she's gifting it to me. It's so much love. Everyone is in harmony with one another here. Do you feel the love anywhere particular in your body? I feel it coming through my left hand tremendously. Through your left hand, yes. My whole left hand is pulsating and vibrating. Oh, the pink energy. Pink energy is filling my my being. There's a swirling of light energy around me. Going around you. It's swirling around me. The it's pink and gold. Gold flecks in the pink. It's like it's sparkling gold within the pink and it's swirling around me going all the way up to the top of the cavern, which is open. It's actually open. There's no top. Like a vortex? I'm being taken up the vortex. Beautiful. Let me know where you go. I'm back at the farmhouse. Wow. Wow. And the children are there? Yes. Playing? It's interesting. Everywhere I step, the grass grows greener. Amazing. What a gift. Flowers are coming up. Regeneration. Rebirth, giving life. Do you want to go see the children before you go back? Do you feel? I see them. You see them. You don't want to talk with them. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Are you going to them or are they coming to you? They've come to me. Mm. I'm kneeling down yeah. on the ground. Mm. And they're both mm. hugging me. Aww, that's beautiful. They're blonde haired. Blonde hair. What color eyes? The boys are blue. The girls are. It's like a blue, but slightly purple. Almost gray, but vibrant. Were you communicating through the act of hugging or mm, they told me they told me we're a team. Oh my goodness, lovely. We're a team. Mm. I wonder if they have stars on their breastbone. Yes. Mm. They do. Beautiful. Smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Lovely. We're all holding hands. I'm still on my knees. And there's this beam of energy coming from us up into the sky. Is it a certain color? White. White. Is it pretty usual that you guys do things like that? Mm-hmm. And is the raising of the energy in that way symbolic or have a meaning or there's a reason that you do it? Um, it's like we're anchoring, we're anchoring energy, but also transmitting. Beautiful. I'm just being told it is done. It is done. Beautiful. And just let me know what, what happens next or if you are ready to leave? Yes, it's time to leave. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, so. So I forgot to mention that um, Nori, <laughs> no, that Nori took, I asked to go into the future. And I don't remember the year, um, but when she asked me what my name was, it was Candace. And I forgot, because I don't know if you guys heard her calling me Candace several times. Oh, I didn't I did. That. I was like, why did she call her Candace? Was that a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, that, I'm just, I love, I love, love, love that session. And that's not the, the first time I've experienced 
people going to places like that. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't want to um, give my opinion of this. I want to hear, I want to hear yours. Yeah, because you haven't even given me your opinion yet. Um, so I'm curious to hear it. But yeah, Lisa Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> want some of my acid? <laughs> I just thought it was amazing. But I know you too. And you've told me about so many of your meditations that are in such detail. Just the detail is amazing. And Brian and I both had goosebumps when you were talking. Um, just about the love and feeling the love and anchoring it and just really feeling like we were there. You did. It's just the details. Yeah. What you, what you saw is just crazy. I mean, incredible. <laughs> Freudian slip. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it was, it was really cool. And actually I, you know, when I was crying, when I saw the Palladians, I actually started crying again just listening to oh, yeah. it. It's very emotional. Yeah, it makes me cry. <laughs> it's very bad. So have you have you seen something like that? Because I know I know you see things when you meditate. Have you seen anything? Was there anything similar to what you've experienced, or was this very different? It was similar in some ways almost like it was enhanced. I felt like everything was a lot more vivid. And I also felt like having Nori there took some of the um, pressure off of me to just be in it, as opposed to when I'm in my meditation, I'm a little bit more conscious of everything going on. Whereas this, I just really felt like it was happening. If that makes any mm. sense. Yes. Like I just felt freer, more liberated to experience it without having to like remember it. Like sometimes when I'm in my meditation, I'm like, oh, remember these details. But like with this, I didn't have to because I knew A, I was being recorded and B, I had Nori there. So there was a level of more safety, I feel like. You had a designated well. driver. <laughs> yeah, I had a designated driver. Have, have, have you have you gone back there? Have you seen other things since? No, I haven't. I, I haven't gone back there. What did, but my, my visions have been getting a lot stronger and I've been seeing more things and my intuition has been getting stronger um, over the last month. What did you take away from it? Um, wow. was <laughs> like, that was really interesting. Uh, the, okay. The one thing that's really I find very interesting is the pink energy that I saw and that I was gifted uh, from this place is something that has been brought up. Now, you and I listen to, and I don't know, Nori, if you do, but we listen to Aluna Ash um, on YouTube, and she's talked about the purple and the pink energy right now. And that when she brought it up was interesting to me because I already experienced it weeks before her mentioning that. And so that was kind of like a confirmation of what I experienced for me, at least um, that there's definitely some sort of energy like that coming into the planet. 
Did you have something that you asked to to work on when you went into it? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but well, hang on now. I don't. Uh-oh. Somebody, somebody pushed me to 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 share and be forthright yeah, and open. Yeah. Well, I, I shared half of my session. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like so what what she asked was very um very everyday-ish. Like she didn't ask anything cosmic, you know. So um so her subconscious mind absolutely spoke to her in um symbolic ways, in galactic ways, and people that I've had sessions with who have gone through experiences like that. Um, the thing that I don't talk about much um, is that part of why I do what I do is, and this was given to me after a lot of studying and I'm like, why am I doing all this? Because I'm the vibrational cord for those seeking harmonic alignment that they're choosing it. So sometimes in this time that we're living in, people come to me and they um, they unfold more of their mission of why they're here. And if I would interpret this, you know, in any way, I would interpret it that way. Because Nicole, the thing that really stayed with me besides the the water, the way you described the water, it was like I could feel the surface tension changing. I mean, it was phenomenal. But, and I don't know if this was in the, the recording, when you were walking, when you were back and walking on the earth, and there was a lot of talk about anchoring things in, you were walking on the earth, it was like with every step that you took, you were giving life to the ground beneath your feet. So mm-hmm. that would incline me to look at, you know, what's what's your mission? Do you feel like you have a mission here at this point in time? And, because to me, that was really powerful symbolization. Yeah, and that was very vivid. When that happened, it was like, whoa, because I wasn't expecting that. And I was just like, what's going on around my feet? And um, that was really interesting to observe. When you said that, that everywhere you stepped, it got greener. I instantly felt like, but that's just who you are. I mean, where you go, you make things happier and greener and you uplift people and you have amazing energy. Oh, thanks. I mean, on a cosmic level, I would say that you, um, you stepped into anchoring your, your role of anchoring things in right now for the energies that are happening. That's on a, on the you know, highest woo woo level. That's where I would go. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter. You know, what matters is what you think. <laughs> no, that's what I felt as well. Yeah. That is what I felt. Hey, yeah. I definitely feel like, um, that was, I, I, it's not something that I feel like it was revealed to me because I kind of already knew it, but it was shown to me in a in a really um, visual and beautiful way. 
that I hadn't thought of it before. And that you said that your, your gifts are um, becoming more acute. Mm -hmm. I would, I would look at that as um, an experience of activation that you brought to yourself. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't look at it that way, but I can see that, especially with the Palladian. Yeah. Because that charging was very, um, very palpable for me. Like I could see it. I could feel it. Yeah. And you, you were bringing it in through your left hand, which is receiving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. That was, that was one of the most potent <laughs> um, observations I've gotten to be on. That was really, really lovely. Yeah. So that was a, that was a <laughs> cool experience. <laughs> um, well, I definitely want to try, you know, to do it again with you, have another session. I'll be more prepared for the worst. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love that. I highly recommend it to everybody. Aww. Just we already, I mean, we had such varied experiences. You just never know what could happen for you. It's like yeah. a box of chocolates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, the other thing is there's a little bit of a, mm, um, there's, there's something that's a little different, you know, in the way that we came to the sessions you know, we came to the sessions as it being kind of an experiment where when people come to me, you know, organically, they have like a, a burning intention, you know, that they want to really explore. So, you know, so that was a little bit of a shift, you know, from what um, I usually experience and other people experience like they don't go, okay, what can I come up with, you know, to do this session with, they have something that you know, inspires them to seek me out. So, hmm. but I think now that we all know what we know, the next one would, would be more intentional. Yeah. That's a good point. I think that's a really good point. Cause I didn't know. I was like, uh, you know, like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> That's that's kind of like how I felt too. Like I didn't have like this burning, burning question in my heart that I needed to get answers for. No, me either. I mean, I knew there was stuff in there that needed to come out. I just was very open to what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Brian, I'm just curious and um, like, because I know we've talked about visualizations and the imagination it's just all in your head and you're all creating it and like and I know that's what you think um like when we share like these experiences um like what is that still how you feel or you know it's it's really interesting and this is something Nori and I talked about in the follow-up session, because I was surprised, you know, I see things when I create, 
you know, we were talking about creating a, you know, a logo the other day and I asked you to, you know, just Mm -hmm. describe things and you read it and I saw something in my mind and, you know, I was able to design a logo in my mind when I design, you know, a swimming pool or, you know, an interior or whatever it is, I can actually see it. I can touch it. I can understand it. I can see it in three dimensions, but I couldn't do it. And I haven't been able to do it and I can't do it in, in this scenario. You know, when you were, you know, when you guys talk about something, when Lisa was talking about being on the train and, you know, I could see that when you put an image in my mind, I can see it, but I wasn't able to do it organically when, when, when Nori and I first started and she said, you know, what do you see? And, you know, I was just, there was absolutely nothing that organically came to my mind where, you know, I mean, just listening to you talk about what you saw, you know, it's like, oh, and now there's this and now there's that. Or, you know, even when Aaron was reading my Akashic records and she was seeing things and, you know, I just, I, it's, it's so interesting to me that I can use it as a tool, Mm -hmm. but it's not there at, at this, at this, you know, in this situation, you know, being hypnotized or meditating or, or whatever. You can use it for things that you understand are normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like that, that's, those are things that are taught to us that we are all able to do. Right. But some of us are just better at it than others. Like you really can, like when it comes to design, just see it instantly. But I would, I would assume as good as you are seeing it when you meditate or when you were in hypnosis, I would assume you can't do it in your waking mind. Exactly. So like, if you were to like, well, can you picture? And I was like, I I wouldn't be able to do what you can do when it comes to the whole logo and design and and seeing things. I can't do it like that. So I think that's really interesting. It's a contrast. Right. And everybody has their own in a way that they experience things like that. And you know, that's, that's where it comes back to the hypnotherapist, you know, to really get to know the person um, as much as possible to understand how they conceptualize things and then, you know, and then speak to that. And um, oftentimes, unless people are doing something really, really direct, you know, like, uh, I want to. I want to realign my chakras, or um, a, a, a session like that, or they want to meet with their wise mind. Um, usually, more than one session is called for. Well, that's. I was just thinking that when you know, because you were talking about you know about Lisa, and you know, you're getting you. You have to get to know, you know, your yeah. your client. How? What's the norm? How many? How many sessions do people need to, you know, think about? doing with you to to get the the most three three or four is usually Mm. is usually good i've had people who were um you know on the verge of uh stepping into their full actualization of who they came to be and what they came to do Uh, so they they had four sessions with me and then they came back for a couple of uh, additional ones as they went out and tested, you know, what they received in their session and then found out that something else came up for them. So they came back for maybe two more, you know, with time in between them. 
But if, if it's not one of those very straightforward sessions, it's usually, you know, three or four sessions. Definitely for habit release, it's absolutely four, you know, but we're not talking that here. Like smoking or something like that. Yeah, smoking, weight loss. Yeah. Nail biting. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Noe, for doing that with us. We really appreciate it. It was, it was a very interesting experience for us all. It, yes. it was, it was. And I really appreciate it because it gave me so much insight um, because it was so different, you know, than what I usually do. So uh, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, to our audience, if they want to, if they're interested in booking a session with you, Nori, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can email me at, everythingconscious at gmail.com. Um, my website will be up shortly, um, but that's probably the, the easiest email to email me at. I am on Facebook, Hypnotherapy with Love, um, and you can you know, kind of see some of the things, the way that I express myself, so you can get a feeling from me there. Yeah, thank you. Oh, great. Thank you. And to all of our audience uh, members, if um, you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the show again, or any kind of guests that you are interested in hearing more from, please send that information into our email info at enlightenup.us. And don't forget to check out our spiritual store. We have all our great t-shirts. We're adding a couple new ones soon. Uh, so they're really fun, great quality t-shirts that you can um, grab and uh, that's that's about it. So um, thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Nori, for being here with us. And uh, we will be back with you all next week.